It's time to get back to basics, reclaim your space, and live a simple life as much as we possibly can. Hey, my name is Louise Hopkin, and I am your host of the Inspiring Calm podcast. And I believe that we can simplify our lives, and this needs to happen by letting go of stuff. Using the clutter-free home method I created, I am helping working mums just like you create a clutter-free home that is easy to maintain so the house doesn't look like a disaster at the end of the day. If that sounds like what you need, then join me for today's episode. Welcome, everybody, and thank you uh, again for tuning in to Inspiring Calm Podcast. I'm super excited, as always, to have amazing guests uh, for you to listen to and learn from. And today I have Nancy Picard. So Nancy, tell us a bit about you. That would be awesome. Okay, I'd love to. Thanks for having me, number one. Um, I'm an international best-selling author of the book, Bigger, Better, Braver, Conquer Your Fears, Embrace Your Courage, and Transform Your Life. And I'm a master life coach. I work on uncovering people's shadow beliefs, the beliefs that are hidden in your subconscious that you're not aware of but they actually uh, rule your operating system. They keep you playing small. They keep you from having the life that you dream of. And when there's a discrepancy between what you say you want and what you're getting, it's usually because of these disempowering beliefs and underlying commitments that are hidden in your subconscious from your childhood. We can talk about that more later. Um, I'm also a master boundary coach. So I help people set healthy boundaries see where you've got leaky boundaries, you know, are you a people pleaser? Are you a um, overgiver? Do you have trouble saying no? All of these are ways that I help people set healthier boundaries. That's amazing. And I know I've, I've looked at your, uh, you have a huge background, which is amazing. And we've got so much to talk about, but we'll just talk about one kind of little area. But one thing you didn't mention, which I was super excited, you climbed Mount Kilimanjaro was it no yeah yeah right yeah, 19,341 feet I did that um just I wanted this inspirational journey I wanted to prove to myself what I was capable of that I still had it and it was a gift I gave myself for my 60th birthday so um it was awesome I loved it I mean I'm in my background I'm a personal trainer I used to be a personal trainer so it was really um, not that big a leap for me to train really well. And I also live in Aspen, Colorado. I live in altitude. So that also made my whole journey a little bit easier than it might make other people's, but I loved it. It was just life-changing for me. Very inspiring. And when I read that, I was like, wow, blow it away. Cause that's a pretty amazing feat, right? So amongst yeah. everything else you've done, and like you said, you're an author as well. So um yeah, it's really tough to pick a, a subject with you, Nancy, because you have some really, really amazing things. And I think boundaries is huge for a lot of us too, right? And the shadow beliefs. But today we picked um, to go into the theme with what I uh, talk about as well in Inspiring Calm is clutter in the mind. So tell us about that. Like how, because does that go with our shadow beliefs into that or... How would you describe that? <laughs> well, we all have um, that monkey brain, right? The, 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 the voice that goes on and on and on. So our inner critic like rides us hard. And the more negative self-talk we have, the more clutter we have. 
inside our brain. And the harder it is for us to get quiet and separate ourselves from that voice. So we all have a negative inner critic. We all have those voices, but I coach my clients to become the observer of that voice instead of the reactor to that voice. So just because we have these thoughts does not make the thoughts true at all. So we have the choice to tell our voice to be quiet. We're not listening. We're not there. And it takes work because, you know, there's there's something called cognitive dissonance. And what that means is that your brain is very uncomfortable with anything that that looks different or you're doing something differently than what it believes. So if you believe you're not good enough and then you go out and you get a raise, your brain is like all over the place and uncomfortable because that doesn't go with its belief about you. So that's why we sabotage all the time. We have all these disempowering beliefs. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy. I need to stay quiet so I can be safe. And then we go out and we try to do something and our brain is very uncomfortable. So even though that would be the better choice for us, our brain sabotages us. You can't do that. All this chatter, all the negative talk. And that's partly, that's one of the main clutters that we have in our, in our mind. But there are also others that you and I have actually talked about around incompletion. So if there's anything you want to ask me first about um, disempowering beliefs or negative, the, the inner critic or the imposter syndrome, you know, we could talk about that further. It's totally up to you. I know. And that's what I was saying. We've got so many things that we could talk about. And I, a couple of things you just kind of tweaked for me was, um, so you're saying just really quickly about that, our beliefs of us, is that something that happens when we're younger, right? Is that where we get those beliefs from? And, and yeah. Okay. So that would be what we need to release um, because that's what we tell ourselves. Is that right? Right. So in the first 10 years of life, there are events that are always happening and we're not emotionally intelligent enough to make sense of them. So for example, your mom, you know, you're five years old and you're in nursery school and your ride doesn't come. You're the, la the last one there. I mean, it's, it's every mother's fear that we'll get stuck in traffic. We didn't give enough time and we're late to pick up our child. Well, that child in an instant can make a belief that their needs will never be met or they're unlovable or they're not safe. It happens in an instant. It's not really true, but that's what the brain makes that decision. It gets buried in your subconscious, but it rules your life. And so what happens is that you attract people and situations over and over and over again to prove that limitation. Our brain fights for our limitations. I just had a client today who was saying, I always attract the same men and even my bosses. And she grew up in a household where she was told she was stupid. And every time she shined, they said, you're not that, don't be that. Like, like she had all these gifts, but they so downplayed her that she stopped using them. And so now as an adult, she doesn't, she doesn't use them. She doesn't believe she has them. She's afraid to shine. And she keeps attracting people that will say, 
you, you're not that you're an idiot. You can't, you're just a secretary. You can't be this. You can't be that. Don't give us your opinion. She attracts it in and we don't understand how we attract it in, but we do. It's like our mind wants to be right. So it's like a filter. That's all your mind sees. If you think you're unworthy, you attract losers, you bottom feed, you only, you only date guys that really aren't worthy of you, but it's because you don't think you're worthy of you. Yes. Yeah, totally. And I, I think you can see that connection there too. Right. So I just wanted to ask about that. Cause I think it's a really interesting subject and I know maybe we could do another podcast about that just itself. That's <laughs> a huge subject. It really it is, is a huge yeah. subject. I, I shouldn't have opened those can of worms. Hey, but, um, but what I'd love to talk about with you today is, and thank you for sharing that. I think that's really valuable for people too, right. To be aware of that. Um, but you and I chatted about incompletion. So what do you mean by that when we're talking about incompletion? Anything that's not complete is the <laughs> simplest answer for that. And what that looks like is um, promises that you've made to yourself or others, closets that need to be cleaned, taxes that need to be paid, weight that needs to be lost, exercise that needs to be had. All of the things, um, broken relationships, fights with people, um, disagreements that you haven't healed yourself, you haven't forgiven. All of these things are incompletions in your life and they weigh very heavy. I'm a big believer if there's anybody in my life that I am in some sort of argument or disagreement and I can't, we're not speaking, that weighs on me. It's very uncomfortable. I say that there are some people, you know, many people that I would invite into my living room to sit down and talk to me. And then there are people that I only want on my front porch. You know, they're not welcome into my living room, but, but I'm happy to have them on my front porch. That's where I like the people that I don't really want fully into my life. But I also don't want to worry that I'm going to walk down the street someday and see them and feel uncomfortable or something's going to happen in their life. And I don't feel comfortable reaching out and saying, I'm sorry, you know, for your loss or whatever. That's an that would be an incompletion for me. Right. I'm somebody who does not like any incompletions. I get everything off my I mean, I'm almost to the opposite. I can't, I, if I've got something that's due in two weeks, I do it today because having it on my brain clutters my brain. And I have learned that that's just not comfortable for me. I like a clean slate without any to do's on my list. So there are a lot of things that you can do um, to help unclutter that clutter of incompletions. Make a list of everything that's on your to-do list. And then first, just make the list and don't even think about any prioritizing, make the list. Um, I wanna lose 10 pounds. I wanna make that doctor's appointment. I wanna enroll my kids in camp. I want to um, patch up things with an old friend of mine. I wanna write these emails. I need to send these thank you notes. Um, I need to clean out my kitchen drawers, my bedroom doors, my bathroom 
cabinets, you know, my kids' closets. I need to get rid of everything in my closet that I haven't worn in the last couple of years. Just make the list. Then prioritize the list. What weighs the heaviest? What's basically causing the most clutter in your brain right now? And then put those things in your calendar. Don't just tell yourself you're going to do one a day. Put it on a time in your calendar and then do it. And if you can't do it at that point, you move it in your calendar so that it's still not done and now you're going to do it. You couldn't do it at 10 o'clock. Okay, do it at four o'clock. You know, I have a client who tells, you know, I have a lot of clients who tell me they're going to exercise every day and that they exercise better in the morning. And I'm like, if you get to the end of the day and it's eight or nine or 10 o'clock at night and you haven't done that half an hour, you're going to have to do the half an hour. And they'll be like, well, but then it would keep me up all night. I said, well, then that might help you the next time to remember to do it earlier, right? <laughs> so, you know, every choice matters and you're 100% responsible for all of your choices. Nobody else but you is responsible for your choices. So your choices are your crystal ball for your future. You want to know what your future is going to look like. Just look at the choices that you're making every day. So, and ask yourself, is this choice going to propel me forward or keep me stuck in the past? Is this a self-honoring choice that I'm making or is it going to keep me in my cluttered brain going? You know? Yes. I love that. The crystal ball for your future. What an awesome way to look at it, right? Like when you say that to clients, do they kind of all of a sudden go, wow, that's so true, right? Because they're in control. Yeah. I don't want to be in control. Like, you know, (laughs) it's a, you know, I like playing the victim. I don't give me control. Whoa, whoa, no. (laughs) Right. Yes, totally. And, and I was wondering, so when you say incompletion, do you think um, it's a form of procrastination or is it just that we don't want to do these things or is it um, we don't have time or what we tell ourselves the reasons why we don't complete these things? Does that make sense? Well, we, we don't live, most people do not live in an excuse-free zone. So they, they give a lot of power to their excuses. Mm. And basically, unless you're physically unable to do something, you know, you're in a wheelchair, you're ill, you're in bed, you can't get out of bed. Everything else is just an excuse. And the tricky thing about excuses is that there's always some level of truth in them, but they're not the whole truth. Yes, you're busy. Yes, you've got four kids. Yes, you have to do this. You know, yes, you would have to learn a lot of things. Yes, it might cost you more money than you wanted to spend. Everything is there's some truth in it. But I'll give you an example. Let's say somebody really wants to take a vacation and their excuse is they don't have enough money. Well, we all spend money differently and we all save money differently. So if there's something you want to do that you don't think you have enough money to do, if you started to take $5 a week and put it away, we all come up with $5 a week. If you put it in an envelope and don't touch it, or, or 10 or whatever you can afford on a weekly basis, 50, 100, whatever it is, eventually you will have the money to do the exact thing that you've been saying you don't have the money to do. 
Mm-hmm. That is another reason why I liken that to when you're saying save the $5 is what I say for physical clutter. If people don't buy the physical stuff on impulse or like don't spend that $50 a week on stuff they don't need, they could put that aside for the vacation, right? Um, so that's kind of the physical side of it. So you're talking more about the emotional side and that would go towards completing their goals. Um, right. But also, if you think you want to take a vacation, let's stick to the same scenario, but you're buying all these things, you're actually more committed to self-gratification. You're more committed to feeding the wound. You know, we all have these wounded inner ch- children inside of us with all of these beliefs. And when you go for instant gratification, it's generally to feed a wound versus long-term gratification is your conscious adult mind that knows they want to take a vacation and they're willing to plan for it. The, you know, the child wounded child wants the new dress or the new pair of shoes or whatever it is immediately. And therefore you can never take the vacation. Yes. I, and I get it. Right. So you're looking for the long-term um, gratification, right? So that's, that's a really good way to think of it because mm-hmm. when we're doing that impulse buying uh, and impulse, it's, it's the child wound we're, we're healing. Right. And that, that's on the short or feeding or feeding. So yeah. 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 So that's super interesting. I love that. So, so you gave us the tips, like make a list, put a time in the calendar. Um, if you can't do it in the morning, you know, uh, commit to it basically. Mm-hmm. So what else would you suggest for, is there any other groundwork you would suggest to help us um, to stop from incompletion? Well, I think that once you recognize what they are and understand them, and then you diligently decide to make the changes and recognize that you're the one that's in charge of those changes, you should be able to make those changes. And, you know, I'm not sitting here saying, hire me, hire me, hire me, but that's what life coaches are all about. We're accountability partners. So if you actually can't afford a coach, or even group coaching, which I also offer, which is a much more reasonable way to go, get a friend, you know, get a friend that's going to be your accountability partner. And you say to your friend, I'm cleaning out my garage by this time next week. And then let your friend check in with you. Did you do it yet? You know, are you accountable? Did you do it? And stay on you. And so, and do it for each other. Pick a friend. Each pick one thing you're going to do and stick with it till you get it done and then move on because it's sort of like your own hidden shame. Your incompletions are your own private little secrets. Share them. They're no longer private. They're no longer secrets. And then you can have somebody that's going to help hold you accountable. Yes. And, and then there's no shame behind it, right? And that guilt as well that we, right. we hold we on all to. do it. Oh, right. totally. We all yeah. do it. Oh, for yeah. sure. I'm sitting here thinking about it. Um, Cause that's why we like to help people, right. As move through that. And um, I think that's really, really amazing information. So if people did want to work with you, Nancy, how do they like, so you said you have a group program or you do one-on-one. Um, yeah. I'll tell you a couple of things I have coming up. Great. Um, I have a master class on setting healthy boundaries really very inexpensive. Um, Right now there is a um, early bird and it's um, $30. I think then it goes up to $45, but it's on Zoom. 
everybody can be on there. The first half of it will be my presentation of how to set healthy boundaries and what that means and the beliefs and how it all plays in. And then the second half is going to be Q&A and laser coaching where, you know, it's been very successful where people will just say, I'm having this issue with my husband or my friend or my children. I don't know how to set a boundary. These are the reasons why I think I can't set a boundary and I will help script them boundary scripts. I feel this when you do that, would you be willing to do this? And so anyway, that's November 6th. And then November 16th, uh, that's at eight o'clock in the morning, Pacific time, which is nine o'clock mountain time, 10 o'clock central and 11 o'clock Eastern time. So on November 16th, I'm starting my next series of my bigger, better, braver coaching. It's a zoom coaching. It's 12 weeks. It comes with a workbook and 11 audio week lessons. And then every week we do a 75 minute Zoom group call and we go even deeper, even more exercises that are in the book and then in the workbook and then on the audio tapes. And then so we have conversations and we laser coach and it's really beautiful to watch the groups because there's also a private Facebook group and the camaraderie that happens and the sharing that happens and the like, oh my God, you feel that way too, kinds of stuff that happens in a group is beautiful. And so you're getting everything that I give to my one-on-one coaches, but it's way, or my one-on-one clients, but it's way less expensive. And you've got the atmosphere of being part of a group. And I've had one-on-one clients that will say, oh, I want to do the group. And I'm like, but we're already doing that. They're like, I know, I know. Let's just pause. Let me go in the group and then I'll come back. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever you want to do. So those are my two offerings. You can find everything on my Facebook, my LinkedIn, my um, Instagram, Clubhouse, and my website, nancypicardlifecoach.com. And I think you have everything. They'll be in your show notes. I sure do. I have everything, which is amazing. So uh, really, if anybody wants to get in touch with you, they'll see the links in the show notes. So amazing information. Thank you for sharing so much. And it's really, can tell you're very passionate about it. And I know it's a really important subject that a lot of us go for many years with uh, wounds and, and traumas that are unhealed and we need to uh, be able to be our best, right? So I think that's amazing. Um, is there any last inspiring quote you wanted to give to the audience or just to sort of motivate them for today? Well, I think that you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. So people think that um, those of us successful because we're brighter or we're this or we're that, all we are doing is being uncomfortable and moving forward anyway. We're stepping out of our comfort zone. We're bringing our fears with us. We are never going to be in a fearless state and we just move. Yes. Excellent. I love that. It's uh, getting uncomfortable, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. I've been doing some of that lately myself, actually. So I totally get it. So I think it's uh, the, the benefits of it are amazing. I do it too. Yeah. Yeah. You still do yeah, it. We all do it. We all do it. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, thank you so much for your time, Nancy. And I really, really enjoyed our chat. I think amazing what you do and help people with. And again, I'll have all the information in the show notes for people. And if anybody has any questions, feel free to reach out to Nancy. She'll be happy to um, 
chat with you and enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. And again, thank you so much, Nancy. Enjoy your rest of your day. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And I hope you found some great information. I truly appreciate your time and being part of our movement where we are looking to change our lives so we can lead a more simple life and reconnect with our friends and family and of course ourselves. If you need or want to have more support from like-minded folks and myself, head to our free private Facebook group, Who Loves to Organize? This is a safe place to share your struggles with getting back to basics, whether that be resistance from family members or just needing to know where to begin. Louise Hopkins signing off for today and can't wait to share more thoughts, ideas and strategies on how to reclaim your space.